Welcome to the Be Free Show, where you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Loretta Roshka, your host, and I am so very excited about the word that the Lord was speaking to me today. And uh, we're going to jump in, and our, what we're talking about today is what does the Lord require? What does the Lord require? Did you know He actually says it in His Word in two different passages? And then in other places, of course, without actually using that word. And But you know, um, I, 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 I look at it this way. Don't make someone else accountable for something that you've not communicated to them. Hmm, think about that. Don't make someone else accountable for what you've communi- no, what you have failed and not communicated to them. In other words, with a marriage. That's a good word. That's a good word right there. I mean, how can they do what you, you know, what you're expecting if you've not communicated or it? Or what to them? you've built up in your mind that right. they haven't done. Right, right. You know, <laughs> or they may have done. You think they've done. Right. <laughs> I mean, gosh, how many times have you had an argument with someone in your head and they're like clueless that there was even an argument to be had? <laughs> They aren't even thinking about you what you think they're thinking. Right. And you know what the Lord told me one time, Don, this is so funny. Don Whipple's in the house with me today in the studio. Don Whipple. That's Don what Whipple. I mean. Oh, you know what? I'm looking at it. It says Don Whipple Kennedy is watching in here. <laughs> That's her maiden name. She's been married for decades. So yeah. Don Whipple Kennedy, Kennedy is in the studio. That's funny. I was reading it off the Facebook. But um, now you may forget what I was talking about. About Amen. having arguments with people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that sometimes we can just be talking in our head and, and thinking <laughs> what somebody else is thinking about us and Never what they're that. saying. <laughs> and the, the Lord told me one time, who are you to try to eavesdrop on somebody else's uh, conversation or thoughts? You can't read their mind. <laughs> somebody, uh, my, my word was, how conceited are you? Yeah, right. That you think that they have nothing you. else to do but think about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you'll begin to think, man, they, they don't like me. They, uh, they think I'm stupid or they think I'm this. I think I'm that. And they're rejecting me and, and all this stuff. And. And nine times out of ten, it's not the case. Now, every time, every once in a while, it is the case. And then what are you going to do with it? You're going to forgive, and you're going to walk in love, and you're going to cast down rejection, abandon all that junk, right? So I know you will, because you don't want to carry all that junk around. But it, it, is, it holds true. Don't make someone else accountable for what you have not communicated to them. If you've not made known to them your expectations... Um, you know, I'm I'm a ministry leader, and I love it, and I love my team. But if I if I never say, hey, we're going to go minister it, and so and so, and this is what we need to do, well, then it's just confusion. You know, so we have to just kind of say, okay, this is what's going to happen. Here's the details. Da da da. Yeah, get your thoughts and everything, but. I have to communicate to them what's happening or or with my husband. You know, sometimes he's just, I'm sure he's like scratching his head. What does this woman want? (laughs) (laughs) What does this woman want? You know, most husbands, I think, are scratching their heads. Or like that time we were sitting at the table and he said something really off to me. Like it was almost, it sounded insulting. Right. And we were, I was like, well, thanks, Donnie. I love you too. And in my mind, he was like, you know. (laughs) didn't even want my presence right. there and a little bit later in the conversation we were like you were like well donnie you said he's like that's not what no, i even man. meant he, he didn't even so, have a clue he was, he was so innocent and totally <laughs> opposite but yeah. Was, yeah we were just like thinking why did he say that for that wasn't nice you know and he's <laughs> what just did i do to you totally, totally <laughs> <laughs> so people people do things all the yeah. time that they don't even know they're yeah i, I say things and people yeah. think i've they've they like 
man, I can't believe you said that. I thought I'm like, no, I didn't think what you what you mm-hmm. what you're thinking. Right. This is what I really meant. So it's that that miscommunication. Mm-hmm. Communication is so important. Right. When it's you're very important. When you're when you're really busy, there's a different. When there's a lot going on, you're like really concise. And when I first started working with you full time, there was a couple of times I was like. <laughs> Okay, am I in trouble? Is she <laughs> mad at me? <laughs> and she wasn't doing anything bad. wasn't You weren't doing, you know, belittling me or anything. Mm-hmm. It was just there was a lot going on, and you were like, "Okay, I got to get this off my plate." Blah 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 blah. And I was like, "Okay, well, <laughs> all right." <laughs> I'm so sorry. But she was not. But she was not really miscommunicating. But I was receiving a yeah. little bit of, you know. Yeah. So right. it's all about. Yeah. how we perceive too. Well, well, yeah, and you know, it's kind of like God. God looks at the heart. He doesn't look at the outward. And I think that we have to do that in relationships is, is look at the heart. And it's just like my, my husband. I know he loves me with every ounce of his being. Every ounce of his being. He would lay, there's no question in my mind, he would lay down his life for me. Mm-hmm. I know that for real. I mean, we'd be married 37 years in November, and, and I know that about him. But sometimes he doesn't communicate that in a way to me that I recognize or that I receive sometimes and I'll I'll ask or even that you want yeah right right because he's coming from a different love language than I have sometimes and uh and so I can't hold him accountable if I if my feelings are hurt or or I misunderstood and and I don't communicate that to him I can't hold him accountable for that Mm -hmm. you know that's something I mean he's not a mind reader they're not. They're not. Husbands are not. Would be, ladies, that husbands would, are not mind readers. That would make life so much easier. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> reading our minds. Yes, because then we would have, you know, good thoughts. Because right? they were actually doing what we wanted, right? <laughs> poor, poor guys. Poor husbands, guys. we love you. Yes. And we know you've got a tough job. You've got a tough job putting up with all of us. But we really do appreciate you. But. Again, don't hold someone else accountable for something that you have failed to communicate or didn't communicate in a way that they could understand and therefore carry it out. That's not really my message today, but uh, we're talking about what does the Lord require? Well, he communicates that to us Mm -hmm. and not in a you better get this done Mm -hmm. or stop. You know, you're going to hell if you don't do this right now and judgment. And uh, he comes from that father's heart. Here, here's hey, what I here's, a, here's a better way. Yeah, here's a better way. Right. Blessings. Right. He doesn't say, you screw, you not, you messed up really bad. You this, you that. <laughs> he says, hey, I have a better way if you're willing to listen and participate with right. me. Right. Yeah. So, so. He, he, he does it with love. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. So get your Bible. And let's turn to Micah, Old Testament, towards the end of the new of the Old Testament, Micah chapter six, verse eight. Okay, and this is just uh, I, this has been going through my head for a few days, and and uh, so I I was reading it yesterday, and and I was real busy. I had a lot going on, and and I was reading it, kind of you know meditate. Y'all ever do that? Just kind of meditate on the word and just kind of mull it around in your spirit and and i'm the kind of person i'll get my different translations out and then i'll go to blueletterbible.org this is just a little plug for their website uh, and you can type that scripture and it'll pull it up and then you can click on this little button that interlinear that'll tell you the the actual uh hebrew Root. or mm-hmm. greek meaning you know mm-hmm. and uh and just chase that down and i love you know etymology and the, the root and i love all of that and uh, so I, 
I, in my in between all the stuff I had going on, I was like, go back and read some more. And, and I don't know that I, I know all that God's trying to say to me about this and that I want to communicate to y'all, but we're going to get into it because God's word's alive. And so, so don't hold speak. her ac- accountable <laughs> if she doesn't communicate something. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to do my best to communicate <laughs> this teasing. message. All right. So Micah chapter six, verse eight. He has shown you, oh man, what is good. Well, let's just stop right there. Aren't you glad he didn't say, he has shown you, oh man, what is bad, what is evil, what is heartbreak. You know, he, he's saying he has shown you what is good. Because at the core of God's being is goodness and love. At the very core of his being is goodness. He's good. And he has a plan for a future and a hope, a good plan mercy. for you. Mercy. Triumphs mercy, over mercy. judgment, Amen. like the song says. And uh, it's, I want to step into and line up with and meditate on and get agreement with the good, with the goodness of God. And he's trying to show you something good today. Think about that, Don. He's trying to show us what is good. I mean, I actually, when I've been reading this, this little passage over, over and over the past couple of days, that didn't even, didn't even really jump out to the, uh, at me until I just read it to you guys. But see, that's because God's Word is so alive, it's powerful, it's active, and it's sharper than two, any two-edged sword. I believe that's Hebrews 4.12. For the Word of God is, is sharp. It's quick. It's powerful. And it's alive. It's alive, so it speaks, you know. Uh, it's alive and speaking and moving. It's, it's Jesus. Jesus is the Word, and mm-hmm. Jesus is certainly alive. Mm-hmm. And so when we start to read the Word, even if you've read it a hundred times, like I said, I've read this several times in the past couple of days. That, I just skipped right over that. I just skipped right over it. But He has shown you, He has shown me what is good, mm-hmm. what is the best, uh, what is the way of blessing and mercy and loving kindness? Isn't that awesome? Just take that in. Show me, and just say, show me, O oh God, what is good in my life. Show me, O oh God, what is good of you that's from you. And what does the Lord require of you? You know, I would really appreciate it. And, and I've kind of asked God and he, you know, for some reason he didn't do it. I said, Lord, would you just send me a fax on what I need to do here? Can you write <laughs> it on the wall? Can you text me? Can you leave me a voicemail on what you want me to do? And uh, but here it says, what does the Lord require of you? Aren't you grateful? That's just God just doesn't leave that as a cliffhanger, just a question and doesn't answer it. He doesn't leave it as just a question and not an answer. Right. He's going to communicate to you what is good and what he requires. So if you want to know what is good and what he's required, keep listening. Yeah. Sometimes you got to be quiet. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes you got to be quiet and wait a little bit and listen for a little bit. Right. I know. I know. I mean, sometimes he doesn't go, boom, there's the answer. Sometimes you got to seek his face. Yeah. Well, and and you know what? Sometimes it, it's like for me because I do like to talk. No way. I I know that's a revelation to all of you. But <laughs> I do, that's why I do what I do. I like to talk, and uh, but I also like to listen because I want to hear what God has to say to me. My um, you know, it's just like my favorite 
when I get up in the morning and I go in my little office at my house and I have my chair and I get my iPad and I turn on uh, these, my YouTube and I play all this instrumental, uh, instrumental worship. Because I'm the kind of person, I like the spontaneous worship because if it's the, a known song that I know, I will start in my head, I start singing that song instead of reading and praying. And so I like to listen to just the spontaneous, just someone playing piano, uh, just instrumental, and just get along with God and uh, just hear from Him and meditate on Him. And you know what? He will speak to us. So here it is right here in Micah 6, 3, he, 6 verse 8. He has shown you, O oh man, what is good. So he's fixing to show us something good in his word right here. And what does the Lord require of you? He's going to let you know his requirements. What is it? To do justly. To do justly. It means fair. To do what is right. Morally right. To do what is fair. To do what is equitable. Uh, not showing you know, favor to one and not to another. But to being fair. What? What is, and, and you know what? what? That word comes from justice. And you know, God is just. And what is just and what is justice and what is fair and morally right is right here. It's in his word. Mm-hmm. So the whole of God's word will teach you what it means to do justly. It's to be like God. He's just. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've had some things happened in my life that wasn't just and I was you know growing up I had some difficult things happen and uh, some abuse and and different things and some some people that did me wrong didn't do what was right and it wasn't just you know God knows that and you know what he turned it for good he didn't allow it to be for my destruction he turned it for good so that I can minister to others out of that and say look God God can heal you in that you don't have to stay there in that abuse or in that victimization or in that anger or rejection or unforgiveness or bitterness and but God. God, yeah but God shows you I mean when he sees listen if something that is, has happened to you and it wasn't right it wasn't fair it wasn't just just leave that in God's hands. So his ultimate goal is always to make you free. Yeah. Show always. you the truth and make you free. Right. Exactly. Right. Be free and right. know the truth and mm-hmm. be free. Not right. not know the truth and be in judgment or I'm going to condemn you because it happened to you or it was a part of your life. Mm-hmm. It's uh, there's a better truth and I want to make you free. I want to set you free from that. Right. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so he's telling you here to do just. Now, let's think about that for a moment. If he told you to do justly, then that means you're able to do it. I always say God will not ask you to do something that's not within your power to do because then he would be cruel and God is not cruel. If he asks you or tells you, gives you a commandment or directive to do something, then along with that direction is the power, the grace, the anointing, the ability, the skill, the talent, the finances, whatever it may be to carry that out so if he is saying to do justly to do what is full of justice to do what is right uh what is fair then you can do it mm-hmm. and you know what you can do that here's a thought you can do that in spite of how someone's treated you you could even the person that has done you wrong do you know with the grace and the help of god and it may take you a little bit to work through that and have God help you. You can 
uh, go back and you can respond to them fairly and justly. And so God's, and let me read this out of the Amplified. He has showed you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justly? Well, it says exactly the same thing (laughs) as my New King James Version. To do what is fair and morally right. You know, let me just say this one scripture right here would fix all of America. Yeah. The full, the full scripture. He has shown you, O oh man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you but to but to do justly, to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. That would fix every marriage problem, every problem on the job, every problem with between children, uh, spouse, I mean, um, parent and children, every problem in our government. In our schools, mm-hmm. it would this one scripture, one scripture. would fix everything. Mm-hmm. How cool is that? Because that would stop child abuse. Because mm-hmm. they would be acting morally and humbly, right? right. right. <laughs> and they would be doing what's right. I mean, there's so many things that would change mm-hmm. if just that scripture mm-hmm. came alive. Yeah, and there, I, I truly, the school shootings, the uh, the unrest, the chaos. If we all, I, how about this? Let's not even say everybody but if the people of god if the church in america the church the body of christ if we all centered in on this one passage Mm -hmm. and did what it said it could turn everything around i believe it with all my heart i rather those that don't know god or not didn't do it i believe it would make such an impact if just the body of christ got an agreement together over this passage of scripture and walked it out we would see a turnaround in our government in our schools uh in our marriages in uh our families on the job and it would infiltrate everything else Mm. let it be so god Mm -hmm. what he has shown you oh man what is good and what does the lord require of you of me this is not a nebulous word. This is not a, just a, a word, a general word. This is a word, yes, it is in general to everyone, but it is a word to you. It's a word to me. It's specific mm-hmm. for whatever time it is in your life, for, for wherever you are in your life, no matter how old, how young, in school, in the latter years of your life, middle age, whatever it is, this is a word, a specific word. And God is communicating to us what he wants to see come from us. Mm -hmm. And the great thing is, he's the source of that justice. Come on. Mm -hmm. He's the the source of that goodness. He's shown you what is good. He's the source of the goodness because God is good. At the very core of his being and character is goodness. Mm -hmm. He shows you what is good that you do, that you carry out, that you act, that your actions, that your actions release justice. I mean, sometimes we need to remember that just in our marriage, that your, your actions do not release just a response in the flesh to your spouse or to your children mm-hmm. or, or a mm-hmm. friend or whatever, but that your actions release the justice, what is fair, what is right, um, what is just mm-hmm. I, that's a good word right there I mean th- that's a good word because it's God's word and so as we begin to act out of justice and fairness and not 
cliques or this is my party and politics and what it, I mean I have my own thoughts and my my own convictions and and what I believe lines up with the word of God and politics but if I still if I operate in justice and how I treat people no matter what they believe doesn't mean I have to believe what they believe because I don't have right. to <laughs> I right. have to believe the word. Right. But if I believe, if I, no matter what they believe, no matter what their lifestyle is, if I treat them justly as God would have me to, who knows, maybe it will turn them around. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? To do, what does the Lord require? You mean be a living, be the living Bible, That's be the right. living word, be, right. be Jesus with skin on. Yeah. Act exactly. like him instead mm-hmm. of our own, our own nature. Right. The heavenly perspective, the right. heavenly nature. Exactly, and, and there's power in that. There's mm-hmm. so much power in doing mm-hmm. justly and mm-hmm. fairly, and what is morally right. Don't don't miss it. That's part of what that word means. Words mean morally right. Well, what is morally right? It's this word. It's what's in this word right here. It is God's word. It tells you what is right. It it's the truth. Uh, it is our. It should be our standard by which we judge everything. If if everything in your life and the way you treat people is your, your, your the word of God and the principles in the word of God is your standard. Wow, wow. how marriages mm-hmm. would change. Mm-hmm. How I mean, I'm speaking to myself. I mean, yep. I'm in, I'm in a process. We all have myself. room for improvement, right. don't we? <laughs> we? We're all in a process of growing in Christ and mm-hmm. our knowledge of God and what He requires. Mm-hmm. Because, like I started out the broadcast. Don't uh, make someone else accountable for what you've not communicated. Well, God is communicating right here. And so now I make myself accountable to it. And I mm-hmm. say, okay, so how, where, where in my life, oh God, do I need to shore that up to do justly? You know, teach me. Teach mm-hmm. me. Show me. Mm-hmm. So that I can do justly. So that I can act in a morally right. So that my actions are moral. They're pure. Mm-hmm. They're holy mm-hmm. and righteous, and they produce justice. They produce Where good God, fruit. Mm-hmm. They produce the fruit of the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. That's my heart's cry. I'm, I'm, I know that y'all's cry too. Lord, let me walk in that that justice, that fairness. What's morally right? What's fair? Uh, produce that in me mm-hmm. and it's as you get to know the character of God that you're able to then move in it and so um, and maybe today you have been done wrong maybe you, you have not experienced justice even from our justice system or, or from someone uh, in authority over you in your job or uh, in your family whatever it may be maybe you have not experienced justice well let me tell you God is just mm-hmm. and he is good. Mm-hmm. Says he has shown you what is good to do justly. This is what he requires. But you know what? He also will bring that justice in your life. I've seen him do it. I I have listen, I could just First start hand, crying. Yeah. I can see God has been so good to me. And here's one of those times that I can't communicate it. God has been so good to me. He's been so just. He's been so kind. He's extended his goodness to me, and I didn't earn it. He turned everything bad to your good, right? Turned it to good. And I've I've had so much favor that cannot be explained. I mean, God has opened doors that cannot be explained. I, I 
I could not have done that. I, I'm not educated enough. I'm we not, couldn't have planned far enough ahead to make them right, <laughs> make right. the connections come in, and, and the, and the yeah. money and the the ability. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's 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 God, 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 all God. When you and look back justice. at even the things that you did that were little that d- seemed inconsequential, and then all all of a sudden you realize they were actual training mm-hmm. for some place he was bringing you to that yeah. you didn't even see. Then it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, we're not we're not we're not smart enough to figure that out ahead right. of time, yeah. but God is. Yeah, He knows how to use it all for right. your he good. He does every bit of it. He uses every bit of it, and and so God has taken some unfair things in my life mm-hmm. come on somebody needs to hear this god has taken some things and some hurts and uh some uh, injustice mm-hmm. and some unfairness in my life and he's turned it around the reversal so i speak that over you right now a divine re- reversal of the unjust the injustice and the unfairness and um what was not morally right happened to you in the name of Jesus I pray right now and I just release the goodness of God and the justice of God and and that which was meant to harm you is turned around for good all things are turning around for good in your life and I declare today you begin a new experience of the goodness of God and of the justice and the fairness and what's morally right and just being healed up where you've been hurt, healed up where you've been done wrong. Maybe you've been falsely accused or maybe someone has misunderstood your intentions. You know, we were talking about that early, how we do that as husbands and wives or friends. We we misunderstand someone's intentions Mm -hmm. and sometimes people misunderstand ours. But you know what? God never misunderstands. He always knows. He looks at the heart. He looks at the heart. So, Father, I pray right now that you'd minister to those watching and those that will watch and listen. And I pray, Father God, for your grace, your goodness, that they would just begin to experience your goodness in their lives like never before in a turnaround of justice in their lives. Listen, if you've never accepted the Lord, just say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. I confess them. I ask you to come into my life. I ask you to be the Lord of my life. You're my father and I'm your child. I'm a new creation in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer, I want you to go and call our prayer line. It's free. It's 866-241-0579. 866-241-0579. And we have anointed, trained, compassionate, powerful prayer point ministers that will pray with you uh, and it, it also send you out some scriptures for you to stand. It doesn't cost anything, okay? It's not going to cost you anything. And if you need prayer about anything else, you can call us at 866-241-0579.